BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. I'm not sure who's had more jobs, Seton or Pauly, or who's had more interesting jobs, Ooh. Seton or Pauly. But, like, Seton worked at the airport. Yeah. He was a postman. Yep. Okay, those yeah. aren't exciting. Delivered flowers. Yeah. I was a security guard. I worked at a pharmacy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, yeah, but Pauly was a bouncer. Yeah. DJ at a country western nightclub. And you sold beer at Scottsdale Stadium. Gosh, is that not the dream? I know. Miller Lite. I could use one right now. Times change, but you can always enjoy the great taste of Miller Lite. Tastes like Miller time. Miller Lite. Get it delivered to your door. Visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick. Or you can pick up some Miller Lite pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories, 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple. 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Welcome to the program. It's hour one on this Wednesday. It's a busy show. Travis Kelsey of the Chiefs will stop by. We'll talk to Chris Weber. He'll join us coming up as well. And we'll bring back an interview we conducted with the late, great comedian Norm MacDonald, who passed away yesterday. Back in 2014, we had him on, and he was quintessential Norm MacDonald. 877-3DP-SHOW, email address dp at danpatrick.com. Our Twitter handle is at dpshow. Come up with a poll question, play of the day, stat of the day. Say good morning to our great radio affiliates around the country. And, of course, Peacock. Our streaming partner, download the app, watch for free. This program brought to you by Dollar Shave Club. You can upgrade to a Dollar Shave Club six-blade razor for a noticeably smooth shave thanks to their six precision-cut stainless steel blades. You can find it in-store or online, dollarshaveclub.com. Last night, ESPN aired the first part of its 30 for 30 Once Upon a Time in Queens, and it has to do with the 1986 Mets. That was a great team. But uh, even greater characters, Daryl Strawberry, Dwight Gooden, Lenny Dykstra. And it helps that uh, this team played in New York, where everything is bigger. They belong in an elite group. Because when you say the 86 Mets or the 85 Bears, 
you have an image that comes to mind. But they were one and doneers. You know, the 27 Yankees come to mind, the 72 Dolphins. But uh, like Michael Jordan, you can say Michael Jordan's Bulls and you got six championships. They kind of cancel each other out. Same with Joe Montana and the 49ers. They won four Super Bowls. The 90s Cowboys, the 70s Steelers, the late 90s Yankees. You could also, you know, look at maybe the 2016 Cubs are going to join that list one day. Or the 2016 Cavaliers. All of these teams deserve their own 30 for 30, and most of them will probably get one. But the Mets, they get their turn this week, and it's a lot of fun. I was very fortunate. My first job, my first full-time job in uh, sports was at CNN, where I was in Atlanta and then went to New York to become the New York Bureau reporter. And I got to cover the 86 Mets. I was there 84, 85, 86. And then uh, they sent me back down to Atlanta where I got to anchor some of the weekend sports. But to be around the 86 Mets, to be around them socially was always entertaining. And, you know, when you start to think of that team, you had Gooden and Strawberry who were young and we thought they were future Hall of Famers. We thought Daryl Strawberry was the next Ted Williams. We thought Dwight Gooden was going to be, well, just Dwight Gooden, the best pitcher we had ever seen at least in the modern era. But it didn't happen that way. Uh, You had a lot of players on that team with a lot of big personalities. And it's a shame. They only won one World Series. But I think winning one makes you more interesting. Of course, you'd love to have two or three, but there's always what could have been. The 85 Bears, what could have been? You won one. But being around the personalities, and I remember they tried to do their best to shelter Dwight Gooden. And, you know, I mean... Doc was just a phenomenon. He was one of those where you go, wow, so young, so talented, and dominating. And Daryl Strawberry, he didn't just hit home runs. He hit bombs. You had Keith Hernandez, who it feels like he was the leader of the team. Gary Carter, the catcher, thought it was his team, but it wasn't. Lenny Dykstra had more bravado than I think any athlete I've been around. And... You were wondering why he had so much bravado, but he was not afraid. And the fact that he called himself by his nickname, Nails, I always loved. He was not afraid of a big moment there. Ray Knight, former uh, gold glove boxer, third baseman, nicest guy in the world until you pushed his buttons. Kevin Mitchell in left field, didn't want to cross him. Like there was so much going on. Uh, Pitchers, you know, Ron Darling, Bobby Ojeda. Uh, you had, you know, uh, you had, uh, let's see, who was the uh, left-handed relief pitcher? Roger McDowell? Uh, Roger was a crazy... He's a righty, right? Oh. Yeah. Who was Aguilera the, in there? No, no, no. Yeah, Rick Aguilera wasn't a personality. Uh, Jesse Orozco was your closer. Like, they just had so many guys. You went into that locker room, and there was a soundbite waiting to happen with somebody in there. But it could be something religious from Gary Carter. It could be something controversial from Lenny Dykstra. Something mysterious from Daryl Strawberry. Like, there was a lot going on. But I'll go back to that 86 Mets team, Game 6 of the World Series, when the ball went through Bill Buckner's legs. And having been there and gone into that locker room, and I remember being told that Keith Hernandez, when you walked in the locker room, his locker was right on the left. And they always put a six-pack of Michelob or Michelob Light. I don't even know if they had Michelob Light back then, but I think it was Michelob. And so, you know, they had – his beer was there, and, and I was told he came in prior to the rally. 
that he he started to get undressed that he thought that they were going to lose, came in and sat down. And then, of course, they win. I went into the Red Sox locker room first because I wanted to uh, talk to Bill Buckner. And then we went over to the Mets locker room. And it was still chaos. And, and it was only game six. So there was still the game seven. And the Red Sox took the lead in game seven and gave that away as well. But one of those moments where you're like, this team has so much talent, but it didn't feel like they had a collective leader who could keep it all together. It was too powerful, too explosive, too crazy. We didn't even know what was going on with Daryl Strawberry and Dwight Gooden. We didn't know what was going Well, we knew, but we didn't really know. Because back then, when somebody talked about cocaine, you're like, how are they able to play baseball? And, you know, you had other, you know, cocaine was a big issue with baseball in the early 80s, maybe in the 70s. But you're just trying to follow this. It was a meteor. And you knew it was going to burn out. You just didn't know when it was going to burn out. And yet Davey Johnson, who was a hands-off manager, very nice man, but hands-off manager, former player. I mean, just crazy stuff. I remember walking in the locker room and there was a big fishbowl and it was full of uh, greenies, like you could amphetamines. It was like, man, maybe dip my hand in there. Happy Halloween. But it was just, there was always, always something going on. Yeah, McLovin. So could a team like this exist today no. or even 10 years ago? No, no. What was different back then? No social media. I remember being at a club one night and Lenny Dykstra had a cigarette, a dip, and a drink all at the same time. That was this team. It was just, there was always something going on. Fascinating, always a story. Um, and then you would just hear things. But back then, it was really, you didn't, you didn't really know if that was happening. Like Doc Gooden with drugs, Daryl Strawberry with drugs. And I don't think Straw did anything until he got to the Mets. And he talked about being on the, the back of the team playing doing coke. So his first line of coke, he's with the Mets in the back of the plane, and they're doing blow. And what could have been for Daryl Strawberry? And what could have been for Dwight Gooden? And what could have been for the 86 Mets? But these are the first two episodes. They got two more episodes after this. But, I mean, there's stories of what went on in between innings with some players, with some fans, uh, some, some women. Like, there's a lot of wild stuff that happened. A lot of wild stuff. Yeah, McLovin. In between innings? Yeah. Like, they're still in the game? Those are long innings. <laughs> At least you hope they are. But so yeah. They're getting the third base on and off the field. Wait, I, oh, oh wow. okay. All right. I don't know. That's allowed, right? Yeah. Yeah. Third base. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it takes it takes me back to those moments where and, and a lot of times when you're a reporter, you think you have your eyes open. I didn't even know what I was looking for. But even then back then I was I was not breaking stories like that. I'm just covering the Mets kind of on the periphery. I wasn't there every day. But, you know, accusing somebody of drug use, like you couldn't do that. You know, we, you just, there were certain people, like Kevin Mitchell, I don't think I ever talked to Kevin Mitchell. He scared me. He truly scared me. Wally Backman, he was, he was a wild guy too. Like there just, there was so much stuff that went on and these personalities, 
It was it was quite a show, but they only won one. And the reason why they only won one is because they were the 86 Mets. They weren't destined to be the 86, 87, or 88 Mets. They were the 86 Mets. Yeah, Paul. It's so much different now. Ryan Fitzpatrick of the Washington team is is the quirky guy because he's got a beard and went to Harvard. That's his wildness. Like, it's so different now. Yes, Tom. You think if Davey Johnson was more strict, less lenient, they could have won more, or they needed to have that personality to even win that one in 86? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if they would have listened. But Davey was a former player. I mean, I'm guessing, but look at the the 85 Bears. They had Mike Ditka, Mr. Disciplinarian. They only won one. Should have won two, but, you know, they won one. That's it. Uh, But those one-and-dones are more fascinating. Now, I know the Jordan Bulls, you know, there was so much going on there. that They're kind of an anomaly. But what happened with that one year, that magical year, and how it happened... And and the Bears just dominated, whereas the Mets Mets should have lost. You know, it's like when when you have a, a band that stays together for just a little while, like Nirvana, like where you go, God, what could have been? That's the Met, the Mets of '86. You just have this moment where you go, let's capture it. Oh, this is going to last forever. Gooden's going to continue to dominate. He's going to continue to be twenty-four and four, and have the wicked curveball. I sat behind home plate on an off day. And I remember it was Gooden against Dennis Martinez in the Expos. And I went out to watch that game just because Gooden was on the mound. And I sat behind home plate. And it's still one of those moments, as many sporting events as I've seen, when you see somebody and you go, this team has no chance. His fastball and then that breaking ball, and you're just watching grown men and you're going, and he's a kid. Like, like Gooden's 20, and you're watching something, you think, this is going to last for a long time. And he had pockets, you know, but he had demons. And we've had Doc on before, and we've talked about this. And you can't help but like him, but they tried to protect him the best they could. It was really difficult to get an interview with him back then. I enjoyed Strawberry. I thought Strawberry was wonderful when he was there, but they came up with excuses all the time. Like, uh, he's got a toothache. He's got a, a he's got a, a sinus infection. And then you didn't realize, but, you know, it was a day game after a night game and Straw wasn't going to be there. Like, just, it was there. I just didn't know how to, I didn't know how to get to it. You know? And, and even then, I probably wouldn't have been equipped to, to do something like that. You know, it's like, you know, Mark McGuire right in front of me, but I didn't know it was right in front of me. Jason Giambi, like sometimes it's right in front of you. And, and you still, and it's not like I went, I don't want to believe it, but I think you want to enjoy it. You're covering the enjoyment of sports sometimes, not what is going on behind the scenes. Like the Mets, I truly enjoyed going to game. First date I ever had with my wife. Strawberry broke his uh, hand in a game. I think it was May 12th. And I just remember we went because I loved watching the Mets play. Yeah, McLovin. Uh, It was the same about Jordan. Like, they didn't dig too deep into Michael Jordan's personal life. Yep. Yep. And back then, no social media. And if you did, then Michael off the court with uh, women or gambling, then that would have been brought to light. But it wasn't. You know, you... 
I mean, go back through history with a lot of these teams, controversial teams, controversial characters. Nowadays, we hear it. We see it. It's written. Somebody uh, leaks something. There's a picture. There's always a picture. Yeah, Paul. I was going thinking back of young athletes that just blossomed really fast. I don't think there's another athlete in another sport that I would bet more money on was going to the Hall of Fame than Dwight Good at age 20. Like you said, 24 and four, yeah. led the league in strikeouts, complete games, innings pitched. He won the Cy Young, fourth in the MVP. His ERA in the National League was 1.53. I would have bet my life savings when he was 20, he'd be in the Hall of Fame, like like Earl Campbell or or Lawrence Taylor type. But you. I think people back then thought Daryl Strawberry was going to hit 500 home runs because he just had that ability. He, he just had this natural ability. I mean, we, we marvel at Ken Griffey Jr.'s swing. Straw had a swing that it was just a home run swing. But it was, it's a lot of fun. Take a trip down memory lane. And, uh, man, wild, wild stuff. Yeah, McClough. I noticed a trend. Uh, I listened to your wife on the 1215 podcast, yeah. all your early dates were sporting events that you either you or her were credentialed for. I didn't have any money. I would bring her to uh, a Virginia Slims tennis event when Martina was playing. Nice. And she sat in the front row. We sat in the front row. And my wife knows nothing about sports. And she's just talking like this, you know. And, and you know, Martina's got the ball ready to serve. And my wife's going, so. And then Martina looks over. And it's like, to me, like, Really? And I said, shh, you got to be quiet. Why? Why? I said, because Martina's looking over here. And then she looks over and sees Martina staring at us at this Virginia Slims event at the Garden. Yeah, see. Talk about a throwback to an era of, era. you know, sporting events, major sporting events with huge superstar names sponsored by cigarette companies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Virginia the Virginia Slims, Slims tennis yeah. nationals. I took whatever. her to the, uh, the Flyers against the Edmonton Oilers. As I was covering the Stanley Cup Finals, and uh, I remember you could still you could smoke uh, back then in the Spectrum. Good old days. Yeah, you had guys smoking cigars, and I remember first period. There's a rush, and and Gretzky has the puck, and I said, "Oh, there goes Gretzky!" And my wife stands up because she's there because hey, you got to go see Wayne Gretzky, I guess. And this guy behind me yells to her, "Hey, Broad, sit the bleep down." Now I'm I'm sort of on a date, but I'm working. And I'm thinking, do I do I say something to this guy because he's a big guy? And and then she said, what did he say? I go, I I, I don't know. I I didn't hear it. <laughs> I didn't I I didn't hear anything. Man, yes, Todd. But is there a small part of your defense that you know what she should sit down and like she's blocking a very big moment, even though this is a special person sitting next to you on a date? Thank you, Todd. Uh, we'll come up with a poll question. We got our play of the day, a stat of the day. We got a lot of things to get to. And uh, we'll start with Travis Kelsey, the Chiefs tight end. He'll join us coming up. It's uh, almost 18 after the hour here on the Dan Patrick Show. It's amazing. Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year automatically. There's no limit on how much you can earn. How amazing is that? Even more amazing because of all the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of the places in the United States that take credit cards take Discover, which means when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing that word yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. Discover.com slash yes. 2021 Nielsen Report. Limitations apply. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app 
at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features, like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. I told you they wouldn't last long. Take me up on this. Something special available right now at the store, danpatrick.com. We collaborated with a a new clothing partner, Sportique, created a limited edition tailgate package, pair of sweats, sweatshirt, a winner lose. We celebrate flask, custom box, 
specifically built for this bundle, and you get a handwritten note from me. We haven't done anything like this before. The reaction yesterday when we first told you about it was great. There's less than 200 available in the store at danpatrick.com. So hurry, they won't last long. Earlier this morning, I heard from a source who said that there is mutual interest with USC and a current college coach. Have that for you coming up here in a moment. We'll settle on a poll question. We got a play of the day, stat of the day, all of that forthcoming. 877 3DP show. He's Travis Kelsey, joins us via Zoom. Always great to see him. And uh, usually, whoa, got the short hair. I like that. I like that. Uh, who gave you your haircut? Patty Cuts, baby. Philly's finest. <laughs> How much you pay for that? Man. Um, you know what? I always look out, man. I'm, I, I appreciate the, the, the tight fade. Um, so I, any travel. So I think just north of a hundred. I mean, you got good moss. Why'd you cut it off? What all this? No. Well, everything you kind of like, yeah, no, I mean, just you're maintaining it, man. It's just, uh, I, it, you got to wake up a whole 10 minutes earlier, you know, <laughs> Have you ever were uh, put uh, like pomade in your hair? Have you ever done something before you played a football game? Before the game? Yeah. Oh, man, I made that mistake and done it like before practice or something like that. And I mean, you just sweat just right. And now you can't see, right? And yeah. it's, it's bad. <laughs> it's real bad. No, so I had to stop doing that. Okay. Did you not know you were playing the Ravens this Sunday night? You know what? I knew we had them early. I didn't know it was going to be the second game. I just didn't put two and two together. You know, the Ravens were playing right here. Why is Peyton asking me this question? Oh, because we're playing the Ravens. I'm sitting there. I'm like, I think we got the Chargers now. We got the Chargers week three, I believe. So I was a little off, but I always – Coach Reed always gives us 24 hours to enjoy the enjoy the win. So once we got back in the building today, um, I was I was right on cue with, uh, with who we're playing, and I was locked in. Okay, but does it matter who you're playing – do you, do you prepare differently if you were playing the Chargers as opposed to the Ravens? 1,000%. I mean, not, not necessarily the, the routine, the, the, the mentality that you have going into the week. That kind of stays the same. You have to find that professionalism in uh, making sure that you're always ready for each, each individual team. But they have different defenses, right? So it's just you understand what teams are doing differently, and you try and uh, attack them knowing their weaknesses or trying to find a weakness in what they're doing. Would you watch that? Like, did you pick up anything from the Ravens watching that game? They play a lot of man coverage, and they love to blitz. It doesn't matter how many times you hurt them when they do blitz. Uh, they're going to keep it coming. And um, with a, a team like that, you got to bring it. I know they're going to be in at home uh, Sunday night, first game. They've had a lot of people. I don't think they had any fans last year being on the East Coast, everything being locked down. So I know that city and that fan base are going to go nuts. A lot of quarterbacks want the opposition to blitz because that means somebody's going to be open and it's man coverage. Uh, yeah, I mean, when, typically when you blitz, there's less guys in the back end, which means there's more hold, more voids. Um, anytime you get a guy like Tyreek Hill manned up or, you know, Mecole Hardman manned up with, with less guys in the back end, I mean, you got to be licking your chops, but I mean, they do, they're very good at what they do. I mean, obviously watching last night's game, they created a lot of problems for the Raiders. And I mean, it's uh it's going to be a challenge. That's for sure. How many times have you gone to the line of scrimmage and said, this is going to be a touchdown? <sighs> Too many. <laughs> Too really? many times where it doesn't, it doesn't end up being a touchdown and I kick myself. Um, there was another, there was a play, there were a few plays uh, this past weekend where it's, you know, you just want to get them back so you can run the route differently or, you know, attack it a different way. And 
uh, and end up in the end zone. But it just, uh, I mean, you learn from it. That's why you're nonstop learning. I'm in my ninth year, and I still got a lot to learn in my mind. Was there any added incentive? You grew up in Cleveland, playing Cleveland? I guess you could, you could definitely say that. Um, it's, uh, it's ironic that I'm playing Cleveland this week, and then, I, and then I play Baltimore the next week. Because when I was a child, our model moved the team to Baltimore <laughs> and took football away from the uh, the city. Um, so it's uh, it, I don't know. It's um, I got kind of a, a love hate relationship for both of them, knowing knowing that a lot of my favorite guys ended up playing for Baltimore. And um, well, growing up, I was I was always a Browns fan. Did the, when the Browns left for Baltimore, did you cry? I did. I did. I cried. And I, I remember my dad took us up to the municipal stadium. It was the last year that they had that stadium open downtown and i mean we uh there were browns players in there it was kind of like a fan day fan appreciation day and uh we we went home with some bleachers in the in the trunk of the car wait were you supposed to take the bleachers home uh it's cleveland baby you know what i mean <laughs> just act like act like you know what you're doing man. he's uh travis kelsey the uh kansas city chiefs tight end joining us on the program and when you celebrate like when you get ready to score a touchdown are you thinking, what am I going to do when I get into the end zone? Like you, do you ever think those kind of out of body experiences? I used to think about it a little bit more. A lot of through my younger years, it was probably premeditated a little bit more. Now it's just I just want to get in there, and uh, and I got such good chemistry with the team. It's, it's it usually just turns into me just getting whacked up in the head because everyone gets excited. You get in the, get in the end zone, you go here, and all of a sudden. Everybody's smacking you upside the head, telling you good job. You're just like, hey, thanks. All right, there it is. How about one more? All right. I wondered, sometimes you could get hurt on a celebration because everybody wants to congratulate you or you get at the bottom of a pile. Yeah, no, the bottom of the pile, I mean, that's uh, – it's all it's fun until you, you really get stuck underneath a couple of 300 pounders. <laughs> so you got to get out. Make sure you're off the ground when you're in the end zone, man. When did you know you were in trouble in the Super Bowl? Um, probably midway through the third quarter. You start to see where the score is and you start to see kind of how how the game's unfolding. Um, it's just yeah, that was probably the, the biggest point. The time winding down. Uh, we're running out of time to really make our make our way back into this game effectively. And, uh, yeah, that, was, uh, that wasn't the best feeling in the world. Because you haven't had that experience before in a long time, I'm guessing. Uh, in, a, in, a, in a really long time. I, I know uh, we played Pittsburgh in, I think, 2016, and that was really the last time that we've, we've ever really just got a lot of points put up on us, and as an offense, we didn't do anything. But you and, – and you can't help your line, can you? Because you've got to be a weapon to get out, but you know your offensive line needs help against Tampa Bay. Like, how, how do you kind of balance that of what do you do, when can you do it? Give yourself no excuse. No excuses. we got great guys out there. We had I, – I, I love that offensive line and everything, everything they gave us that day um, and everything before that day. You know, they're just – it was uh, – Tampa Bay came out and they were ready, man. They were ready. That's all I can say about it is the, that, that on that day, they were the better team, man. When's the last time Mahomes yelled at you? Um, man, I couldn't even tell you. Oh, well, it's that's a, a good thing. It's been a while. I think, I think he's never yelled at me specifically. I think he's just yelled at or, or got uh, uplifting, like he was in, in a leadership way, the entire offense uh, when, when things just aren't going our way and we need a little spark. Um, indirectly, he's 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 gotten gotten on a few people, um, but at, he's he, that's what makes him one of the best leaders and one of the best players in the league, and such a such a uh, guy that you want to play with. 
and want to play for and 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 um his his ability to to relate to guys and get the best out of them in, in situations like that is why he's Pat Mahomes. Got a funny story from him in the huddle? Um, nothing I can share right now. Maybe after my career. Oh, really? I'll, I'll, I'll spill the beans a little bit. <laughs> what's what's his demeanor like? Like, does he joke? Does he like Joe Montana famously in the Super Bowl goes, "Oh, there's John Candy over there." Like. Is, is is Mahomes that aware of the surroundings during a game? Um, I think when we're rolling and he's feeling good, yeah. I, I do think he's much more aware of his surroundings and likes to kind of play a little bit more into the showmanship that is Pat Mahomes, uh, Showtime Mahomes. Um, but for the most part, he's a very he's a very locked in competitor. He's thinking about the next play, the next situation uh, that's at hand, and and the next play call. Uh, you know, I've been trying to get this Usain Bolt, Tyreek Hill. Uh, you know, sprinting, uh, you know, the, whatever this race with these two. And I thought he could put up a gold medal and Tyreek puts up his Super Bowl ring. Uh, whose side would you be on? Uh, I'm going to take Tyreek Hill all day. I, I've never seen anybody in person faster than Tyreek Hill. So I'm going to stick with that until I see it, see it happen. <laughs> okay, but are you willing to put something on it? It's one thing to say you're going to back your teammate. Oh, yeah, no. Am I putting my Super Bowl ring up? Yeah. Now? <laughs> I put on my AFC championship from last year. Okay. I put that oh, oh, so you'll put your AFC title, your your ring from that. Okay. I don't yeah. know if Usain Bolt wants that. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. He's got a few gold medals, so, I mean, he might not care about one of them. Maybe you could be the warm-up race. You you and, you and versus George Kittle in a warm-up race. Hey, How's that? Hey, everybody, who wants to see me get dusted <laughs> by Usain Bolt? No, no, no. I got you going against George Kittle. Oh, Kittles, Kittles would probably get me too. I'm not gonna lie. It, 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 I, I like to think that I'm almost as fast as George, but it might get out of he's an explosive dude, man. Uh, give me your uh, best Peyton Manning sales pitch for Tide. <laughs> well, I'm well, excited. Didn't, didn't Peyton set the standard? Like Peyton is the oh, yeah. like the ideal pitch man here. You know it. You know it. He, I mean, he's the he was the face of the NFL for years, and obviously Tide working with the the league for years and years. Um, I'm excited to work with them uh, on the campaign to get everyone to turn to cold. That's right. When you turn to cold and you don't use hot water, you're saving energy and you're saving money on the energy bill. And it's just making the planet a better place, man. And, I, and that's what I'm here for. Um, if you go to Tide.com, you actually can enter to win a chance at a uh, washing machine with my voiceover as you turn too cold and use the cold water. Uh, it, you, you get until October 5th to pledge the cold online at Tide.com. And everybody, who, who doesn't want a free washer, man? Come on now. <laughs> yes, sir. Let's go. Okay. Let's go. Let's go. All right. All right. All right. Now, were you reading that? Is there a cue card in front of you? No, no. Only thing I can read right now is uh, DP Studios, baby. <laughs> That's it? Uh, That's it, hey, have fun against Baltimore or the Chargers or whoever you play next. Yeah, whoever we got, baby. <laughs> we'll get fired up and get ready this week, man. Hey, great to talk to you again, and uh, thanks. Always a pleasure, Dan. Rock on, guys. Travis Kelsey, Chiefs tight end. He knows what he's doing. He's good. Always fun. Having fun, too. Had a couple of touchdown receptions. So what if you don't know if you're facing the Ravens or the Chargers? Small details there. Yeah, McLevin. We were talking about why are tight ends so fun right now? They never used to be fun. Now it's Kittle and Kelsey and Gronk. Well, the older generation didn't get interviewed because you didn't utilize the tight end the way we do now. I mean, when you think back through history, Mike Ditka, John Mackey, 
we sort of started there that they became personalities. They were there were athletes at the tight end position. Kellen Winslow. These were athletes at the tight end position. Tony Gonzalez. Then we had Gronk. Now you have Kelsey. Now you have a variety of tight ends who have athleticism. Uh, George Kittle. They can get down the field. They're getting the ball thrown to them. I think that's really the big key. All right. Prior to Travis Kelsey joining us, I mentioned that uh, source told me this morning that uh, there is mutual interest, USC and a current college coach. You guys want to play guess that coach. Who wants to offer up the first guest of, from what I'm told, there's mutual interest between this coach and USC. By the way, raise your hand if you haven't been mentioned for the job at USC. It feels like everybody, it's open for business here. But this, from what I'm told this morning, mutual interest with this coach by USC. Todd Fritz. He's got a good thing going, but P.J. Fleck. P.J. Fleck. Minnesota. Anybody else want to offer up? Paulie? This coach has been a hot property the past few years, but this year could be a cooling year, and you want to move while you're still hot. Okay. Matt Campbell of Iowa State. Matt Campbell of Iowa State. McLovin. I'm reading James Franklin's name a lot. I'll go James James Franklin. Franklin. Seton O'Connor. Patrick Montgomery Fitzgerald, North. Pat Fitzgerald at Northwestern. Yeah, I'm going curveball on you. One of you is correct. In fact, this coach was asked about the USC vacancy rumors yesterday. His name is James Franklin at Penn State. As you guys know, I can't stand in any form of distraction. Um, so I'll discuss this today with the leadership council so that we can make sure that all of our energy and uh, our, all of our energy is on our preparation for Auburn. That's a non-denial denial. Yes, Todd. So he's Nittany going to answer that question, basically. Okay. Thank you, Todd. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. No? I thought you were going to do, yeah. I'd be lying if okay, I... Okay, that's fair. Save me again. All right, thank you, Tom. Yes, Paul. James Franklin didn't even give a fake no. you got to give that... You know, I'm totally focused on the team. I'm not, I don't care about coaching rumors. He sounded like he was totally caught off guard <laughs> by it, where it's like, oh, man, I didn't realize this was getting out. Play happen. it again. Here's James Franklin. As you guys know, I can't stand in any form of distraction. Um, so I'll discuss this today with the leadership council so that we can make sure that all of our energy and uh, our, all of our energy is on our preparation for Auburn. Wait, what coach loves a good distraction? Yeah. And the leadership council, what's this have to do with the leadership council? Does that mean it's like coaching staff? I, I, I don't know. I don't know who's on the leadership council. Sounds like some serious HR branding right yeah. there. Let's get the uh, senior leadership council yes, together. Paulie. If I didn't like a distraction, my agent and I wouldn't be talking to the USC athletic director. I'd be coaching my team. That's what I would do if I didn't want a distraction. I wouldn't book my next gig. Well, once again, that's my source saying that uh, that there's mutual interest <laughs> with James Franklin and USC. Yes, we love it. Is USC way better than Penn State as a program? Is that a big step up? I'm surprised by the mutual interest part. I, I don't think right now. I mean, James Franklin's done a, a pretty good job there. Penn State, it feels like, is in pretty good shape. Uh, you know, had the opening win against Wisconsin. So, you know, these coaches, a uh, couple of years here and a couple of years there and a couple of years there, there's other coaches that get locked in and they don't want to go anyplace. 
But you know, James Franklin was at Vanderbilt, escaped Vanderbilt, then got to Penn State. And by all accounts, I think he's done a pretty good job there. And, you know, it's the next challenge. You know, that's that's a lot of these coaches look at it as, well, you know, done with this, next challenge. Maybe that's the case. I don't know. But there's going to be a lot of names you're going to hear. A lot of names. There might even be changes at USC in the power structure there. You know, the important people. The higher-ups at USC. There, there's a lot going on here for a program that hasn't been relevant for quite some time. Yeah, McLovin. You ever seen when Keegan-Michael Key, the actor, comes out to the team and pretends he's yeah. James Franklin? Yes. So maybe that's a USC yeah. lookalike. Well, maybe they could replace him with James Franklin with Keegan-Michael Key. All right, let me take a break. We got our uh, play of the day coming up next. We'll settle on our poll question back after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. He's Mike Carmen. I'm Dan Fired. We have a brand new fantasy football podcast called I Want Your Flex. Twice a week, every Tuesday and Friday, we come up with new episodes to not only look back at what happened, what you need to do at that minute, and also look ahead of what's coming up in the fantasy football world. That's right, Dan. Every week, we're going to scour the waiver wire to find the pickups to turbo boost your fantasy lineup, sits, starts, fantasy football players' rankings to get you ready to dominate the competition. Listen to I Want Your Flex with Mike Harmon and me, Dan Beyer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 infinity qx80 join us march 20th live from the edge at hudson yards in new york city featuring an unforgettable performance by grammy and academy award-winning singer songwriter and composer john batiste the all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, 
sports, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Oh my God! The play, the play is play. of the day. Check this out. Swung on and hit in the air to right field to deep. That ball is high. Hit as far. That is gone. A two-run home run. A Judgean blast. All rise. Here comes the judge. The 2-0 is hit in the air to right and deep. That ball is gone over the high scoreboard wall. It's a two-run home run. A Stantonian home run. Giancarlo. No sequel. Stoparlo. Jolted to left. It is high. Hit as far. That is gone. A line drive home run in the left field seats. So David John makes long gone. He homers to left, and the Yankees take a 7-1 lead. I think we got the idea after the first home run. WFAN, Yankees Radio Network. Since the start of the 2019 season, the Yankees have hit 103 home runs off the Orioles pitching. The most by any team against any opponent during that span. The Rays, White Sox, Brewers, Giants, Dodgers have all clinched postseason spots. That's our play of the day, and it's brought to you by Dollar Shave Club. You want to look like a million bucks, but only spend a handful of bucks. Upgrade to a Dollar Shave Club six-blade razor right now. You're going to get a smooth shave. You got that six-precision cut stainless steel blades. You can go to dollarshaveclub.com or find it in stores. We were uh, just talking about James Franklin and USC. From what I'm told, there's mutual interest on both sides. Luke Fickle, he's at Cincinnati, and his uh, former athletic director is the current athletic director at USC. And here is Luke Fickle being asked about the USC rumors. Look, I don't talk to anybody. I barely talk to my own family during the during the season, and uh, you know, so I wouldn't ever talk about it, nor would I have even answer a phone call or anything like that. So, um, I know nothing, nor does it make me have have any interest. Okay, a little more definitive than James Franklin. Chances are your agent's doing the talking. That's how this works. So you can say, "Look, I I don't I haven't spoke to anybody. I haven't talked to anybody." Yeah, you're right. Probably haven't. Just somebody close to you. Have they? How would you answer if I said, 
hey, I, uh, you're rumored to be up for the USC job. Seton, I'll start with you. Uh, yeah, Coach, uh, do you want to talk about the rumors? You maybe uh, going to USC? I don't address rumors with the media. I, there's a million of them a day. I, I don't have time for that. Are you interested in USC if they call? Uh, right now I'm focused on you know, Appalachian State or whoever they're playing next. Okay. But you didn't say if you're interested or not interested, Coach. Yeah, is there a question about the game coming up or? <laughs> That's what they always do. They yeah, try and get it like, yeah. I don't know, like, are you guys going to start doing your job yeah. and ask about the game yeah, or what? Yeah. Like, no, coach, I don't have time for this. Coach, we're doing our job by asking if you're <laughs> interested in USC. I mean, does anybody here want to talk football or do we want to talk rumors? All right, McLovin. So if I'm Luke Fickle, I just say it's easy. Uh, sorry, we're on to Cincinnati. Oh, no, you are Cincinnati. Oh. Yeah, you're not on to Cincinnati. Who's <laughs> That's a problem for Luke Fickle. Yeah, it is. He can't say he's on to Cincinnati. Do you know who they play next? I don't know. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'd be terrible. I'm an awful liar. Paulie? I'm just focused on Cincinnati Bearcat football. You know, we've got a big game this weekend against Indiana. All our focus is about Indiana. Next question. Are you interested in USC if I'm they I'm interested call? in beating Indiana this weekend. We're uh, in the top 10 and can't wait to get the game going. So if USC calls. Unless they're going to give me tips on Indiana football, I'm not taking their call. Oh, you're gonna be? Are you pounding the podium? Yeah, oh, definitive. okay. I like that. We'll pound the podium. Todd does that. Uh, Whoa. <laughs> I pound the podium. Yes, you Whoa. do. <laughs> wow, uh, Todd. Um, <laughs> I, 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 I hear your name mentioned with USC. Are you interested in USC? You know what? It's always flattering to be heard and spoken about in a uh, in a positive way. But I'm the head coach of Cincinnati, and that's where my focus is right now. But I appreciate your interest in uh, my uh, possible future coaching opportunity. Well, you said you're flattered by that. Did somebody reach out to you or somebody close to you? Not that I'm aware of, but even if you're just hearing it from rumor and innuendo that your name's being thrown around for high-profile jobs, it means uh, you know, you're held in high regard, and you know, that's a nice thing to hear it but I'm the Cincinnati Bearcats coach. Are you focused on your team? I am completely focused on my team, and right now I'm the coach of Cincinnati. Okay. Right now. <laughs> right now you're yeah. the coach of Cincinnati? Yeah. Remember when the Rams said Jared Goff was their quarterback right now? That's when you step into something, when you say the right now part. Oh, you would be, oh, you would be dead meat for the media. What do you mean right now? Because so, you would just start talking and talking and somehow try to talk your way out of something. And when I had dinner with the USDF, I mean, no, whoa, when, whoa, whoa. What? I mean, Wait. Cincinnati. Yeah. It's about Cincinnati. It's about the Bearcats. Uh, McLovin, what's the poll question today? Okay, we have a question about the USC job. It's different uh, than your coaching candidate, but Eric Bieniemy's name was thrown out yesterday by Adam Schefter. Mm -hmm. Just generally, if you were a hot assistant coach and you had an offer in the offseason for an elite college program or a head coaching job in the NFL, which would you take? But I don't know what Eric Bieniemy wants to do. If his goal is to coach in the NFL, then I would stay true to that and not go, well, because... Patrick Ewing did this. Patrick Ewing thought he could get a head coaching job in the NBA. And he was an assistant coach for many, many years. And then all of a sudden, the opening came up at his alma mater, Georgetown, and he took the job so he could be a head coach. I don't know if Eric Bieniemy goes, I'm not going to get hired in the NFL. Let me go to a college job, and maybe I could parlay that into getting a head coaching job. I don't know. I don't know what Eric Bieniemy wants to do. He's got a good job with the Kansas City Chiefs. Had had it, uh, some interviews in the offseason, but I, I don't know if it's I'm going to be a coach in the NFL or I'm not going to be a head coach. 
I don't know. Which job do you think is harder? Recruiting. But you can turn around your program quicker in college. You know, there's no salary cap. You just out-recruit somebody, and you can bring in five players that, that can change your entire roster. In the NFL, it's really hard to do that because you got a draft, you got free agency. Who are you going to lose? Uh, who can you sign? How much money? Who's your quarterback? What division you're in? Like, there's a lot that goes into that where you can be successful in college football. You can win nine games and be successful. Keep your job. In the NFL... If you win nine games, you may not keep your job for a long period of time. But back to James Franklin. He's been there, I think, going into his seventh year. I mean, that's a lot, it feels like. That almost feels like you make a move now or you're going to be there for a lot longer. And I'm not beholden to anybody in this. If James Franklin wants to stay at Penn State, great. If he decides he wants to go to USC, maybe... Try to revitalize that program. I understand it. People always love challenges, new challenges. Chris Weber is going to join us coming up. We'll get to phone calls, settle on our poll question. One hour in the books, two more to go. Close out the first hour with our friends from Level Select. When I finish golfing or lifting weights or running around the neighborhood, my body doesn't recover like it used to. Today, it's all about sore muscles, post-workout discomfort, popping up in new spots all the time. Do what I do. Level Select CBD sports creams and roll-ons. If it's good enough for people like Carson Palmer, spent 15 years in the NFL. Ricky Fowler, former Dodger great Steve Garvey, good enough for me. I trust Level Select CBD because it's formulated with doctors. The high concentration of CBD. CBD allows me to feel it work immediately, and it's made with 0% THC. Level Select CBD, apply directly to sore spots. Let the proprietary blend of CBD go to work. You feel it right away. Go to LevelSelectCBD.com. Use the promo code DP30. That means you will get $30 off your entire order today. $30 off LevelSelectCBD.com. Make sure you use the promo code DP30. LevelSelectCBD.com, promo code DP30. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, and South Dakota. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. 
That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places.